Hello and welcome to the Mantelligent Podcast. This is the show for guys, all about guys. Have you ever struggled with feeling behind the curve in basic man intelligence? Well, that is exactly what we're going to help you with. On this week's show, we will discuss what guys need to know about working out. We will give you everything you need to know to get started building your best body. Whether you're new at lifting weights or just looking for advice to improve on your current routines, we have got you covered. Let's get started. here with another episode. Uh, very excited about this one. Uh, we're going to be talking about working out and fitness and how you can achieve the body of your dreams. So we have a lot to cover on uh, on this uh, first part of the series, and we have a wonderful special guest. Before we uh, introduce him, I'd like to uh, bring on and, and welcome back my co-host, my good buddy, Reed Primetime Fisher. Good to be back for another fun week. So this is... Um, this is a topic that I feel like everybody can get behind. And so uh, in, in an attempt to make sure that we were getting the most accurate information, we brought ourselves a wonderful person who also happens to be a CrossFit athlete. Uh, though, for those that worried and already ready to turn it off, some people are, it's polarizing CrossFit. It's not going to just be about that, but this guy knows what he's talking about. He and I have very similar body types and how many veins we have on our on our biceps. So uh, without further ado, uh, let me welcome Chase Smith to the show. Hi, everyone. Uh, glad to be here. Appreciate you guys taking me on. So, Chase, talk to us about what got you into uh, kind of fitness, sports, and kind of when did that become a priority in your life? Oh, man, that's... Um, probably since I was eight years old, honestly. It's going to be kind of a, a long story, and I'll kind of make that as short as possible. Uh, but my grandfather was always a, a big person uh, in my life and someone that I looked up to. Um, even when, like, you know, you're young, you don't even know what a role model is. That's who he was to me. Um, so, and he was heavily into fitness, um, always having magazines and eating really well and just a uh, super active guy, whether it was him going to the gym or seeing him, you know, head outside and go for a run. And I always wanted to kind of follow him and, and be involved. And uh, I remember him bringing me to the gym for the first time. And I thought it was a playground. It was, you know, I was jumping around. Um, what kind of gym was it? Was it like a right, like a it Arnold was, Schwarzenegger you know, looking gym? Or? Like your, yeah, it was your bro gyms, I guess you could call it, where it's just weights and there's some uh, machines and old school treadmills but it was mostly free weights, uh, and that's what he messed around with too, but he was so diverse, and it was him going around to different machines and different weights and learning different exercises through him, and I, he would just give me his old magazines, and I would look at those and read them and, and just try to kind of absorb what was ever in there, whether it was uh, something to absorb or it was just something uh, that was just didn't mean anything. It meant something to me at that point. Uh, yeah. So that was something that I always cherished growing up, and wanting to be involved, so that's why I was—I've been active since that. I would say that age. I was always active prior, but um, that was the first opening to you know my future without me even knowing it in that sense. So, and then did that translate into sports, or has it always just been kind of working out for working out's sake? 
I would say just working out to working out. Yeah, absolutely. Sport-wise, uh, things I just kind of caught on. Um, you know, football was always in, in my life, my world. So, And it wasn't that I enjoyed the contact or in, enjoyed the skill behind it. It was just something that uh, it just kind of caught my interest. Yeah. And, uh, and I wanted to kind of jump right into it. So as, as you've kind of gotten gone from, you called it a bro gym, uh, kind of as your journey has, has gone on, what, what got you into, uh, CrossFit and then eventually becoming a sponsored athlete where that was your main job, if I'm not incorrect on that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it wasn't until after college, uh, I was still doing the, the lifting portion and the, the bodybuilding side of it, uh, you know, building for size and then also building for show as well. Uh, but it wasn't until after college where I got introduced to CrossFit. Uh, you would see it around, but you, I didn't really know what the name was and people were, what they were doing. It was insane what they were doing. Um, so I didn't really know what it was until a buddy of mine actually was doing CrossFit. And he was always chirping my ear and, and saying you know great things about it and how much he loved it. And I just didn't understand it. Uh, so I didn't really you know look too much into it. And then uh, I remember one day I was at my usual gym that I've actually gone to for years, probably um, since uh, I was in high school at this one gym. And I was there and I just didn't want to be there. I've never in my entire life uh, not want to be at the gym because it's it's kind of my outlet. It's where uh, I let release everything. It's my, my, my personal spot um, and what I love. So I knew something was off. And I remember calling him and asking him, you know, where is he, what, what, what are you doing? Uh, he's like, I just got to CrossFit Free. That's uh, my first gym and where I was working. And he's like, uh, class is about to start in 10 minutes. I'm like, any way I can jump in? He's like, if you can get here in 10 minutes. So I, I left everything at the gym. I left my weights on the floor, still on the rack. Uh, and I just bo uh, booked out of there and, and headed over to CrossFit Free. And at the time, that we were doing two workouts on Saturdays. And only on Saturdays, we were, they were doing two workouts and so it was a class to jump into, and I got done. I went home, laid on the couch, woke up on the couch the next morning, and I, and I went back and signed up. I was hooked. It was something I, yeah. I've never felt so accomplished um, and something that I was so passionate about uh, before. So it just immediately had me hooked in that sense because uh, I've always strived to push myself uh, in that atmosphere. So uh, to have something kind of almost take my breath away in that sense and it really fulfill my needs it was something that i couldn't get enough of and i still can't yeah great story yeah it's kind of neat to see the the progression and i think that for a lot of people um you know fitness has not been a part of their life for a long time mm -hmm. and so that's one of the reasons why we got so excited uh, about bringing on a guest and, and talking about it because there's a lot of people that they they've worked out at some level for a portion of their life and if you're like me you get injured and then it, that season ends for a little while until you get back into it but it, but understanding how to make it a, a like a reasonable part of your life because most people that are going to listen to this are not going to want to or have the capacity to become a CrossFit athlete yeah. and, and you coach a lot of people that are in a situation where they're like hey I just want to lose the love handles or I just want to get stronger or, you know, I want to make sure that I'm around to, you know, throw the ball with my grandkids and I don't want my body to just start breaking down. So in, in 
you know, I think that Reed and I are a little bit different, even in terms of body shape and, and size. If you're going to give kind of like your overarching tip for if somebody's getting into it, what's what's like the most important thing that they need to understand walking into that gym? Uh, so when it comes to a CrossFit gym and, and kind of choosing that, I would, uh, for me personally, uh, I would say programming right, right from the start is I would look back and, and see what they're doing. Now, for someone that's new to CrossFit completely and just watched some YouTube video and it, and it looked really interesting, uh, take some classes and look at the coaches. Uh, that's going to be, that's the big separator. Uh, not every box is the same, not, and that's not just because of their, pr- their program they're following. It's really the, the coaching, and that's what separates anyone. You can have the worst programming out there um, that has no progression, prioritization, or anything that has a certain goal, but to have it delivered, it will be the perfect programming. So that's where um, it's going to be the coaching that separates your, your box. Okay. And what about, like, uh, let's say they didn't want to join a – CrossFit gym. Let's say they didn't want to join a gym in like a general. Mile, mile to five k, sort of. Mile to, uh, couch to five k. Couch to. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're, um, you know, most people listening to this um, probably aren't morbidly obese. So you're going to have you know a whole bunch of. This is a uh, an army of dad bods is probably who our target listener is. So let's say that they just they didn't want to jump into CrossFit and they didn't even want to join a gym because they that they feel like that's going to be a huge waste of money. They want to find out if they're going to actually enjoy it. What's the most basic first step into fitness? The basic first step is I would definitely just educate yourself in that sense. And it starts with, you know, movement. Most of all, you can watch um, or read something and, you know, it'll give you ABC of of things to do, but it comes down to movement and quality of movement. Uh, So it's first learn how to move. And if it's something that you don't know, then you should you should seek help. Um, like whether, a coach or something. Yeah, a CrossFit coach, uh, a tr- personal trainer, um, someone that can help you. Uh, or, you know, watch some videos, quality videos. And, and not to make this about CrossFit because I, I don't want to because it's not, not for everyone in that sense. Uh, but they have awesome videos for movement um, and for body weight movement specific. When you're saying movement, are you talking about warming up kind of movements? Just basic movements like you use squatting, like, you know, push-ups. Proper push-ups. Okay. Uh, Are we going to go there already? I feel like this is a good time uh, to jump off into a personal story about how Reed does girl push-ups and all, has been telling people that right now, I, but yes. I have an elbow so injury. So I've been doing uh, push-ups, and we have this push-up competition going on at work. And um, I'm not going to make the excuse that I worked out this morning because it's not a good excuse uh, because I was doing them wrong anyway. But uh, <laughs> So we have this push-up competition, and me and this other guy are really trying we're like pushing each other and we're excelling and so i asked chase and he comes in today i'm like hey because i know i could do i well in the half push-ups as i was told now uh i've done a handful of them 60 straight right and so i'm like chase how many push-ups can you do he's like uh like real push-ups i'm like sure what just push-ups he's like i don't know 74 something like that i'm like 74 i can do 60 he's like i bet you can't do 42 i'm like there 42 i do 42 no problem he's like lock your elbows chest to the ground i'm like i'm pretty sure that's what i do Mm -hmm. so a i'm like he gets ground level like the horrible person he is to see if my chest is hitting the ground locking elbows he's not counting reps that i don't i only did 26 
Mm-hmm. This is where the coach comes in. Yeah, uh, and you know, and and I appreciated it because I was I thought I could do in the in the time I was like I can for sure do fifty, and I didn't. So there you go. It's so embarrassing. The, this it's not is, to knock people down. Yeah. It's just solely to build a foundation, right? It's it's to build that strong, healthy house. That's that's basically what it is. Um, you know, you break down a house, it all starts with their foundation. It, they the foundation and then they start building off of it yeah it starts with movement and i think that's why so for me personally i get injured super 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 easy so when when i'm starting out and i'm trying to do 60 push-ups or something like that my form is probably not very good which probably leads itself to causing some some long-term issues or some tendonitis um now i don't have to wear a sports bra the way that Reed does when he w- does his girl push-ups, um, but you know, are I, you I, looking for a laugh? <laughs> yeah, you, I, do we, we have a laugh track on here. Laugh track. No, but I, you know, everyone's going to have different different things that they're doing that are probably going to make them prone to injury and or or not seeing the advances in the development of those muscles because they're not oh, doing something sure. perfectly. And then also your history as well. Like uh, I've had injuries currently and that's just because of, of the choices I made in the past with some of the lifting I, I, I've done and then also you know the sport of football um, the, that contact sport that's alone is going to set you up later on down the road but we, you know we don't think about that stuff yeah uh, in the present especially when you're young so for any the choices we made uh, in the past will for sure make a difference um, when you start seeing things that you, you want to excel at uh, and those things come back to haunt you sometimes so let's kind of jump into um, kind of the first part that I have some questions about, which is okay. uh, a lot of people in the dad bod stage of their life are going to want to first kind of start on losing weight. Mm-hmm. And so what is, you know, is lifting weights better? Is cardio better? What type of cardio is, is better? I think there's aerobic and anaerobic in terms of that cardio. So kind of give us an understanding. If I'm trying to lose 15 pounds, yeah. how do I do that? So you're going to want to combine um, your two topics of your lightweight, your, I'm sorry, your, your weightlifting and uh, your cardio together in that sense. Uh, so meaning anaerobic is going to be your, your best route to losing that fast track uh, weight. Uh, sooner than you would for aerobic. Um, the great things about anaerobic uh, being first, it's going to be just quick sprint work, explosive work. Um, that's what's going to help you most of all, and that's going to where you're going to build more, uh, b- sorry, burn more calories with a smaller window. Okay. Where that aerobic is going to be a long duration. It's what is sustainable, right? That's so we're thinking aerobic air. So it's going to be long durations. You're 30 plus, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, but it's at a sustainable pace. Yeah. Uh, where anaerobic is those. So that's like going out and running five miles or three miles or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, and it's you just being consistent. But if you were to throw some sprints in there, that's where you're going to start to add that anaerobic uh, work in with some rest and recovery. Uh, so if you were to do those mile runs, two-mile runs, um, but you s- split them up into 200-meter sprints, intervals, uh, with you know a hundred meter walk for a rest, uh, you're you're more likely to burn more calories uh, quicker in an aerobic state than you would aerobic. Interesting. So I went on a three mile jog this morning at a decent pace. I'm I'm better off. I don't know my calories I burn, but I'm better off doing uh, that like high intensity interval training deal where 
Is that, that is, is absolutely that that's a, yeah. yeah not in but you can burn fat and calories obviously during those aerobic states uh, but you're more likely to uh, at an easier state in anaerobic very cool wow that's good input so is one better than the other or, or is it kind of like are you kind of yeah. saying hey I would maybe split it up and do a little bit of both I would split up do a little especially since we're talking about just newly introducing it anaerobic isn't something you want to jump in uh, right away because going back to mechanics and moving well, uh, unless you're moving well, because anaerobic, you almost don't have time to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. So, and that's where you, you want to be able to have a natural movement uh, and have natural reactions. So until you're able to have quality of movement over quantity, uh, then you want to stick to you know that aerobic base adding in periodically your quality of movement, and then you can start adding in those movements into some anaerobic and kind of piecing those together. Um, but hands down, you know, when you get to that point, you're gonna wanna go to anaerobic, um, short sprints, explosive work, uh, some lifting. Cause now you, you're talking about, all right, lifting weights um, versus cardio, think about muscle gain. So as you start to gain muscle, you're gonna start to actually uh, burn calories at rest. So us just sitting here chatting. So the muscle mass you have, you'll start to burn calories at rest because of that. Wow. Yeah. So uh, it, the, I guess, go-to for most people, and I don't know if you're like this, but if you, you're like, all right, hey, I want to get rid of my love handles. He's it's, looking at me, not Chase, just so you know, because yeah. Chase has no love handles. So, but if you're thinking that, the first thing that you're going to do is be like, all right, I'm just going to start going to run because if I start lifting weights, I feel like I'm gaining muscle. I'm not really losing weight. It's it's more, you know, it's more like uh, well, vanity muscles. But also, lifting weights requires a lot more effort than going for a quick jog. That's true. So, um, so what you're kind of saying is the burning calories at rest happens more with and anaerobic or weightlifting mm-hmm. so you so you're it, it may feel like hey i'm not going out around i'm not doing a ton of cardio and but but you're still burning the same yeah. or more and calories you can understand there's a difference there because you if you just do anaerobic you're not going to be able to run that 5k efficiently you are going to have to add in some aerobic uh so there's there's no you should do this you should do that uh you should definitely do both uh to build on whatever endurance you're doing so or your goals that you have in, in, in mind. So um, is there a favorite towards fat loss? Yes, anaerobic. But if you want, if you have certain goals like running a 5K, you're gonna wanna add some aerobic pieces in there uh, because having a, a good aerobic system is also gonna help with the recovery. So they kind of help each other as well. Hmm. You're gonna be more sore with that anaerobic workout, but having that aerobic um, base uh you'll, you'll like an, with like an endurance almost yeah you'll start to, you'll also recover a, a lot sooner mm-hmm. so there's some give and take uh the more aerobic you are you know it will take away some strength uh and or the more anaerobic you are it'll take away from your so your endurance so johnny and i have this deal we talk about um the value uh, when you when you go to the gym and you see the guys who are in great shape they're lifting weights right mm-hmm. and then you have the proverbial Karen, if you will, right? Yeah. Uh, who is over there on the elliptical, right? And just, she's been there for 45 minutes. She goes there every day. Checking we'll her say phone. She and... or he, right? Doesn't matter. But that person goes there 45 minutes, says they work out, 
complains about the fact that they can't lose weight and that's their gym. Yeah, they kind of get into a rut with that. And so just to to rehash in, in, in lay terms, you're wanting to do that with pushing yourself along with weights and a combination of the two is going to build yourself a decent fitness foundation. Absolutely. Sweet. So um, what is into that point? So one one of the things that I'm curious about is because a lot of people have Fitbits or Apple watches or they're looking at the monitor on the, you know, on the elliptical or the treadmill and they're focused on how many calories did I burn? Um, Is there so duration of time like I'm going to go run for an hour uh, calories burned or maybe it's not as many calories burned, but it's like a crazy intense sort of workout, which, which one is, is kind of optimal in that. What if I, if I'm judging my own workout and seeing how well I did, which one should I focus on? Intensity hands down, just in a fact that the higher that intensity is, the longer it'll take your body to recover a little bit. So you're actually going to be burning calories while you're driving home from the, uh, from the gym, from Hmm. working out, uh, whether you're at the track or, uh, whatnot because your body is still trying to recover and it's using those calories that you've been intaking to help replenish everything that is just depleted. Uh, so intensity would be first on my list. Okay. And then if I am lifting weights, what about, uh, you know, uh, should I lift heavy weights? Should I lift and, and do less reps? Is that going to, you know, be as effective than doing, um, less weight and just doing a whole lot more reps it depends on your goals honestly i to give you an answer to that it depend on your goal and who you are uh so if you're obviously looking to get stronger then yes those those heavier weights and lower rep count is something that you want to look for uh and obviously know that you are going to be resting longer in between those sets and attempts uh, but if you're just looking for someone that's just looking to try to build some lean muscle or lean out a little bit you're going to want that higher rep count with a with a shorter rest in between and I guess if you're lifting more weight, sh- uh, lower reps, form becomes even more important. If you're doing like Absolutely. an overhead press or something like that, and you're just trying to like muscle it up, that's how a lot of people can become injured pretty quickly into their workout routine. For sure. Yeah. So are you, are you pro uh, reps or weight? I'm pro reps. Cool. Um, I'm someone that over the years have learned to be very much patient. Uh, and unfortunately I've had to learn the hard way, uh, but to be patient, uh, and just take the proper steps and proper, uh, proper progressions. Cause at the end of the day, those weights are going to be there tomorrow. They'll be there next week. They'll be there next year. That, that's a great mentality. Cause I think to your point, Johnny, a lot of people say the best way to get strong is to, or to do to bulk up is to go heavyweights, heavyweights, heavyweights. And that's where you get burned out or you yep. get injured. And he's saying the the consistency in, in fitness is you showing up every day and being able to show up. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah. What about body type? Let's talk about that. We were joking before we started our recording about uh, everyone was throwing around terms and insults at one another. Yeah, Though I was called by Chase is the names, only like one that knows what they mean. Ectomorph. And I was like, what did you call me? Yeah, there's endo morph ectomorph mesomorph is there other ones nope those are the three body types so basically the three of us could line up and we could take a picture and and post it and just let know this is this does this have to be with shirts on because i'm feeling very insecure right now chase has so many veins (laughs) on his biceps it's not i'm trying to look for a flaw before we get into that have you ever been fat let's have you ever gone through a fat stage 
Um, oh God! Probably the fact that he has. I would think about it is so <laughs> well, embarrassing. To see, me. everybody's gone through myself a fast now age. compared to when I graduated college. Um, I would say yeah, I was on the heavier side. Graduating from college. College, yeah, yeah. But I was in that bodybuilding state, trying to um, get strong and big. So um, I was holding a, a little bit more weight. But yeah, taking a, a picture of me when I like a few months after joining CrossFit, uh, and then a picture of when I was in school. Is, that, but it, I'm that not stinks because I'm not a fan of myself. I, I refer to Johnny in some pictures as, "Hey, there's Fat Johnny." Yeah, and and he lovingly sees it as well. And I trust me, I'm no oh, peach yeah. either. So yeah, no. Um, so so body type though. Let's kind of jump back so into that. Basically, after think about um, to make it super simple. Your your ecto is your square. Your your meso is your upside down triangle, uh, and then your your endo is your long uh, rectangle. So that's kind of, and what I mean by that is the ecto is a little bit on the shorter, heavier side, so they're a little bulkier all around. Um, and not to say that's you're obese, you're you're on the body type. Yeah, yeah. Um, meso is just it's more of that athletic body type in a sense you you may gain muscle a lot easier than most um, not saying that you're automatically in that you're muscular just because uh, and you, that's your body type because you're muscular no you've probably had to work that way uh, but your body type is is in that category in a sense you uh, see results a lot easier than most now your your endo is where it's going to be harder you're, you're going to have to work harder uh, just because you are going to be lengthier and prone to just a skinnier uh, physique, yeah. Um, no matter what you eat or you know what you decide to take for supplementations or how hard you you work in the gym, you know you're you're lifting heavy weights and you're moving you're moving well, but your just body type is kind of working against you a little bit, so you will have to work a little bit harder. Um, so it it doesn't make a, a make or break you body type. You just may need to work harder uh, than most. Yeah, because I think the I think you know genetics obviously is our that's what we're battling against with general health as well as just kind of what we're born into with with body uh, shape. So I think you know anybody's goal is just to live a longer, healthier life. Mm-hmm. So whatever we can do within those, that'd be ideal. So and in, in w- once you know, which surely you can it, it, there's there's a way that you can tell let's say that you're you can tell right away by seeing someone honestly whether okay. they they work out or not um you can you'll, you'll just see someone and know they're one of the yeah three. exactly if you take three crossfitters three bodybuilders or three power lifters or three runners and you put them all together um you should be able to see the difference it, it, again with those categories you'll, you should be able to see somewhat of a difference and does your strategy in losing weight or getting healthier depend is that your starting point like I am a ectomorph I'm an endomorph I need now to put together my my plan based on these things or does that it's a factor it's just not a huge factor Well, a little bit especially if you're a mesomorph if you're someone that is um, I don't want to use the word prone but you're able to gain muscle easier but that's not your goal right you're you're looking to be leaner you're looking or just looking to um you know knock off some pounds um yes you're going to need to be more aware of what you're eating how you're actually training um if you're swimming biking lifting weights uh, just being aware of how you're doing it uh especially with that body type because those things do come easier 
and they so that means they're going to come quicker than expected interesting yeah that's fascinating so rest let, let me ask you okay go ahead because so as people are listening to this you you know you said the ecto is upside down triangle no no, no mezzo mezzo is upside down triangle more ecto. your athletic body type gotcha um endo is the rectangle yep so you're just you're a lot lengthier right uh, and just a lot thinner on that side and what was the third one again third one is your endo and no i'm sorry so mezzo. your endo is your your length ecto right. is where you're on that shorter heavier side gotcha and so you can look up you know what you are if you hear one of those you meet it like all right I'm, I'm i fit into one of those categories you can look up a routine on how to stay healthy in one of those body shapes right uh, you won't find too much research on it. You're, you're better off, uh, again, meeting with someone, uh, a, a personal trainer or coach, uh, to ch- chat about goals and um, some like just your overall history. So the more you can give someone, uh, the better off you are. And you know that anything background, sport wise, sure. eating wise, uh, family history, definitely will, will help your cause. That makes sense. So uh, one of the things that I think is important, kind of starting with the end in mind is a lot of people go through a phase and I'm certainly one of these people that I do go through a fat stage and I don't have to like rack my brain trying to think at what point did I ever go through that fat fat stage. So you're kind of like in a, you're like, Oh man, I need to lose weight. However, you, you're like, I want to do it by summer or I want to do it by this date vacation by vacation. And so what now you're like cramming a year's worth of fitness into like, I need to do this in two months. So you start doing crash diets. You start working out three times a day. You start doing all this stuff and you don't rest. And so kind of beginning with the end in mind, how important is rest? And if you're just starting out or maybe you're, you're just increasing the intensity how many days per week or how much should you be resting? Uh, listen to your body for sure. Now to kind of backtrack a little bit to, you know, we spoke about nutrition and rest um, or even just starting. You just said, you know, you you said something about starting and, and getting right into it. The first thing you should be doing is are you getting enough sleep? And then obviously checking your diet and, and you know, your nutrition, what, what you're actually intaking. Um, and then you can start playing in with this um working out phase of whatever it's running it's it's lifting weights it's some sort of cardio or swimming and biking that's when you can add so that should be your third piece it should never just be like that is it is because that is what everyone sees nobody sees the sleep nobody sees the the eating uh factors it's really like the the sexiness i guess the the working out is in the lifting that's that's what's mm-hmm. sexy and, and catches attention but um you should be looking at your your rest and and of course your your diet and then you can start looking more into your your working out or training of some sort so is there no like uh, recipe where you'd say okay uh, four days on or or two days on one day off two days on one day off or is it recipe just- wise i'm a big fan of uh three days on one day off, two days on, one day off. So um, I like to do so five days out of the week, right. having a, a middle day in between of a rest. And that can be, you can switch it up. It can be two days on, one day off, three days on. So there's two days of the week that you do not work out at all? For me personally, no. There's probably one day okay, out of the week I where, say. <laughs> where I don't do anything. Um, or I, you know, I'll I that take day... the dogs for a walk or 
uh, I do something that just active. You're still staying I'm active. Still, I'm still You're staying just, active, yeah. yeah. Does um, it involve you sitting on a couch? Eating and, Pringles. Yeah, I'm just, you know, throwing something wild out there, taking the stash of your kid's goldfish. Maybe for 30 minutes. <laughs> That's all right. We just lost a lot of listeners on that one. So no, that's fascinating. Yeah. But rest. Have have a a don't overdo it. Give yourself rest, some yeah, time absolutely. to rest. Um, and that's not just for your physical health, for mental health. Because um, I've I've been that person that's gone at it one hundred ten percent and just felt like I needed to do more and more and more and more because you saw so many other competitors and this is kind of getting into my sports side and my, my my competition days um where you just would see everything on this glorious social media so it, it would just motivate you a little bit more to do more um but that was never the case and that's you know you can never take what you see on the internet or, or what you see on social media yeah. um, everyone for the most part posts what's what's good and uh the good on it so sometimes you gotta just stick to your guns and you have to tell yourself no like I'm not going to do anything today. Today, I am going to be actively lazy, right? That's what I, I want to do. I'm going to use that term and try to just so do it to my term. best. Because I, I can be actively lazy where I'm I'm taking action towards my laziness, but I don't think that's how you're meaning I think, to work. No, no, no. For me to be actively, I think I'd have to put on a movie or I, I'd go to the movies, something that just requires me to sit and focus on one thing and not think about anything else or, yeah. or check my phone. Um, or, or answer text, anything, just something that kind of just has my undivided attention, and that's that. Hmm. Whatever else is happening around me, it is what it is. Love making, that's good for me. Two hours of just pure and a year love making. Oh, is, yeah. I'm sorry. From what I understand, <laughs> from the what the internet says. So, um, okay, that's that's really good to know, and I think that that is, and we're going to get into more nutrition stuff. Um, so I don't want to get tons too of, tons of questions, nutrition, uh, so yeah. many. And, and like you said, that's a foundational element. So we want to make sure and give that, yeah, uh, that plenty down could be its own plenty of time. World. It, it, is, it is its own world. So, um, if I'm not an athlete, okay. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like, I'm a, you know, 38 year old male. I'm not, I'm not like trying to become a, uh, starting pitcher for a baseball team or something like that how important is strength and conditioning if if i there's not really a way for me to do it can i qualify his what answer he's about to give with things that you and i have seen of him so if you guys are thinking that what chase looks like is a guy that can't fit through the door um because you know, he can't even scratch his chest or his back because he's so huge I have seen him do athletic moves that professional athletes wouldn't know how to do. So yeah. he can he can run fast, jump high, lift heavy. He can do it all. He is a he is a a freak athlete. So if you guys are listening to this thing, okay, well, I want to be somebody who can, you know, play a sport mm-hmm. and not just be some muscle bound guy. Yeah, I, we've 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 seen it. So whatever he's about to say, when you guys are listening, understand that the body. Uh, type in the physical capabilities are one that I think most people want because it is an overall fitness and overall athlete. Yeah, so you can kind of hang with with anything, somebody. Yeah, but 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 to that you're not. I, I'm not trying to be. I'm not in high school or college trying to do some specific sport. So how important is strength and conditioning, sports conditioning, um, for the average person? So important, honestly. It just make sure every day daily task or what you need to do um, that much easier. Uh, and even as we get older, um, you know, you start 
reaching towards those senior years, lifting weight is important. Um, so just like bone density right from the bat, um, you're, it's, there's studies out there that show that older folks that are still lifting today um, have stronger bones. Uh, the, yes, your bone will always, always kind of start to dwindle a little bit, but the density of the bones are strong. So it is, it's crucial to lift weights. And again, you don't need to lift heavy. You just need to lift what is adequate for you. Okay. Uh, with minor, you know, progressions, small progressions, just something to shoot for, so you're not in kind of a, a broken record and you get bored of that stuff. Uh, so have some sort of progressions. But to answer your question, when, when it comes to lifting weights, it's it's crucial. It's something that everyone should be doing, um, and it's it's so I, I hate using the words lifting weights, um, but there's no other way to say it because everyone has this perception of heavy lifting and. and getting uh, large or, or increasing muscle mass, that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. it, how many day, how many times throughout the day do you lift something? That's, that's sorry, that's something, you're lifting weights. So to just make something easier, why not do it? Yeah. Right? What about like a jump, Reed alluded to, you have a couple videos on Instagram where you're sitting down and then you jump like nine feet how in the air. Tall, like how, how high do you jump? Because I saw those and I don't understand it's possible. The highest I've gotten from a sitting position uh, is fifty-five and a half. So it's four, five feet. What six inches? Five feet, seven inches. Good night. That's crazy. Yeah. So how how important? Now you, I don't it's, think. I mean, like you were a professional athlete and still are. You still are, are waiting for the next competition that's coming around. So. How like what about that? So I'm like a just a regular dad. Should I be in, like trying to jump super high in my garage? No, nope. uh, <laughs> no. It's it's for me. It's uh, a way to teach explosiveness to the body. Uh, another way just to kind of create strength. So no, it's not nothing that you need to be concerned about or do um, if you want to. Yeah, it's fun and it looks fun. Yeah. Uh, All I can imagine, Johnny, is you watching <laughs> that video of Chase and then like. Hey, uh, darling, I'm going to go in the garage real fast. Yeah. And you set up like, you're like, 50, oh, it's only five feet. And you just crash right into it. It would not Looks be pretty. Easy. Yeah. It's not so bad when you stand back. When you sit down, you see it in front of you. And it's it's just you're crazy like, it's high. Towering over All right. Yeah. This is going to happen. So that's that's impressive. So what are what are some examples? So you were talking about increasing bone dis density. If I'm going to improve my conditioning you know what what are uh, and we're going to get into like kind of programming a little bit uh, on the next episode but mm -hmm. what I, what I want to know is like give us just a couple ideas of these are some conditioning that a you know 30 an adult male should be incorporating to their workouts I, I love intervals um and like when sprints I, when I so yeah to what to answer that question no not in that sense of sprints it's a dumb, um, a dumb comment, sorry John. guys but just don't interrupt him anymore he's uh, the expert <laughs> A little bit of some sort of in between in the middle. Uh, so I, I love uh, rowing in 500 meter intervals, but consistency here. I'm not, you can absolutely hit that as a sprint. You can actually take your time. But I love the fact of intervals of progression. So building off of something and start to progress in uh, your efforts. So start out with, um, you know, A and B and, and C and, and move forward. Uh, continuing to grow your not only your pace but the duration as well so I'm a fan of, of intervals with progressions and what I mean by that is set a certain amount of distance and stay consistent for rounds of that with some set rest uh, and then build off that 
keep the distance, but lower the rest a little bit. Okay. Maybe maybe add a round. With the same amount of effort. The following, being put the out. following week, same thing. Keep the distance, lower the the resting time, um, or and you can keep the rounds, but have some sort of intervals with progressions. And don't when you think of intervals, it's not your your hit, your high intensity. It doesn't need to be that way. Um, not every time. So uh, that's where I like to to build on. Um, my cardio or your aerobic system yeah uh, rather than just you know constantly running a 5k because there's no progression in that because we're trying to stay consistent and breathing if you want to run a 5k every day understand it's gonna, that's going to build what you're doing for running that 5k and you're building that that length the duration you're not building so much the aerobic system so you do need to add in some sort of higher output so when you're ready, you can start. to. So if that. you were going to run a 5K, so that's what, 3.2 miles or something like that, something, 3.26, that's what it is. So one way that you could do that, is you're basically just trying to think of establishing a baseline and then trying to improve on that. So yeah, if it was gonna, like, hey, we're going to do that in 40 minutes, then the next time it's like, I'm going to do that in 37 minutes. And then you start trying to increase your speed. So it can really be anything. Is that what I'm hearing, or am I off on that? No, you're you're pretty much close on that part. If I was going to run a 5K in a, in two months, I you I would maybe run a, a 5K twice within that two month period. Uh, maybe honestly just once, but other than that, I would set it up for progressions to build towards that. Gotcha. So I would do intervals of you know eight rounds of 400 meters with a three minute rest, and build on that for maybe two weeks with reducing it down to 90 second rest in between um, and then my next progression I might be going to have to do like 800 meters so I'm progressing over time to build out so when I'm ready to run that consistency of that that 5k I'm ready to go but I'm not going to consistently run that 5k I want to make sure I'm building the strength of my endurance as well as I'm building my aerobic capacity yeah Wow, that's great. Yeah, that I hate the fact that I said that I ran three miles this morning. I actually used the word jog, which sucks. Oh, man. Yogged. Fat way <laughs> to do things. You just run but for imagine extended if you did period of time. Jog. If you ran that three miles and you just did progressions, uh, imagine how the build that would be. right? So you can run three miles all you want, but for me personally, and I know there's guys out there, it's going to get boring after over time. You're going to be looking for something new or you might fall off. You know, yeah. if you're setting yourself up. So have some fun with it. Have a build up to it. You know, run 400 meters, walk 200, run 400 meters, walk 200. So you're still, you're still getting that length, right? You're still getting a three mile run, but you're building on a little bit different. So Very that's awesome. where I'd have some fun with it. That's great. So the last question in, in this kind of first part, which is basically um, trying to set up kind of some general rules, some general understanding of what it's going to take to get into the workout world. Um, the benefits of doing a more of a full body um, type exercise routine, which I would say CrossFit is is more full body. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's not like you're just working out like your biceps or triceps or something like that. The benefits of doing that versus, hey, I really want a more developed chest. So I'm going to try and do as many exercises as I can that's going to work on, on the chest. Is there pros and cons to each one? What would you say, again, for the person that is just looking at getting started and or increasing their intensity to get more results, what would you say is a, is a better method? 
Uh, I'm a fan of both, honestly. Uh, I like the overall strength and the, and the full body exercises um, to be kind of that primary. But I love that um, the specifics uh, to to work on the chest, to work on the triceps, uh, to to work on the lats, or you know even the smaller muscles with the the infraspinatus, you know stuff like that. So where you want to, I don't know, was that, that a sneeze? Yeah, I have <laughs> no idea. Think what more you your your scaps, right, and, and the yeah, rotator scaps. towards that. Um, but what's it, what's a scap? Uh, Is it in your back? Back of the shoulders. Yeah, come on. Reed. So I'm. It was a guess. I like <laughs> that side as as well um, because it helps balance you out as well. You hitting just that overall body. Um, yes, it has its benefits and, uh, and it has its cons and. I, to go towards the cons, uh, not so much the pros, is you, you'll start to see some smaller muscles that are weaker. And that's where you need to and to make sure you're targeting or hit those. And you can hit those by hitting your specific uh, focused muscle group that you want. You know, yeah. If you want to focus on the chest, great. Um, so that's where I do like the, the more focus points. Where I don't like just the focus points is you can start to create some muscle imbalances in another way of causing injuries. So there's pros and cons for both. So doing both and having somewhat of a, you know, 50-50 is very beneficial uh, for just overall health and, and injury. So would you equate that to like when someone has a bad knee and they start overworking the other knee, that knee gets injured too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so that's so it, things that's, will start to come. Your body is smarter than we think. So the, you like the, just to reiterate, you like the full body because it, it – eliminates that like you know i guess overemphasis on one which then strains the other mm -hmm. gotcha yeah so having having both and, and just being cognizant of of your body and not just doing biceps and abs every single day because those are the only two things that you're you're concerned about um but having some general strength things and it, and it sounds like the there is an important aspect at some point to maybe at the beginning or as you start to develop or hitting plateaus of bringing in some sort of coach or someone to like look at you and say, hey, you know, based on how you're lifting, if you're not feeling an injury already, you're probably going to see one mm -hmm. just because, of, you know, you're you're over torquing one side of your body when you're trying to do this. That and you're, yeah. And you're over developing. So yeah. uh, lifting lifting weights or some sort of resistance training should be beneficial towards your posture. So if you decide to just focus on one um, specific group, you're going to start to um, take away from your posture and, again, cause that imbalance and causing an imbalance can, you know, I don't want to just say will, but it can uh, cause injury. So, so to that then, um, would you recommend, or maybe, maybe you already answered this, but I'll ask it another way. Would you recommend a workout routine that, you know, every day, so let, let's say we weren't at a CrossFit, right? And we mm -hmm. just said, like right now, I know they open back up, but uh, if I'm working out in my garage right now and I have dumbbells and kettlebells and all that stuff, would you recommend me doing a full body workout every day? So, you know, not every day, but let's say five days a week where every day I'm doing biceps of some kind, or would you say, you know, do the traditional biceps and triceps and then the chest and back which one would you recommend the your second one the i would second. i would do yeah triceps so, and biceps okay so chest you would and break back. them up i would break them up um and that's because if you think about it, over time you're going to start to build out that full body 
but those but to make sure that you actually are are cycling through and not, not just, just hitting your your chest and tries chest and yeah. tries or you know on Monday, but then you're going to do it again on Friday, but you only did your your back and by Wednesday, right? Yeah. So again, just being aware of the imbalances that you may already have before you're lifting, and that's where you know from the start we talked about movement and seeing someone or just recording yourself and putting it up against another video to sh make sure you are moving well. So that's where, again, and I'll probably continue to say this, is movement over everything. Interesting. Well, we're going to find uh, that to be a really, really great stopping point for this week's episode where we're basically just giving you the general outline, the general guidelines of, of what you need to know to get started. Next week, we're going to talk about um, the basics of starting a workout at home. Let's say you don't want to join a gym. Uh, and then we'll also go into, let's say you do want a gym. Uh, there's a lot of different options. So we're going to kind of learn some of the pros and cons. And we're going to uh, talk briefly because there's no way we can get everything that that this uh, has to offer. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some nutrition and then putting it all together. So, Chase, thank you so much for joining us. Since we did talk about, hey, sometimes it's helpful finding a coach, how could, if, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, whether ask you some questions or maybe sign up for something, I know with all the COVID stuff, there is an, a, there's a ton of online resources that you're, you're trying to put out. How would somebody get in, in touch with you for that? Uh, the easiest way to get in touch with me is through Instagram. Um, that's where I, I run uh, my personal page as well as my programming, uh, Evolve Performance. So contact me on my personal smithb.chase, or you can look me up, Evolved with a no E at the end and just a D in performance. Evolve Performance. All right. Well, thank you uh, so much for listening, uh, and then uh, tune in next week. As we, uh, as we continue our series about working out and the importance. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Reed for, uh, for joining us today, and uh, we'll see you next time. Well, uh, thank you for listening to the Mantelligent Podcast. This is the show for guys and all about guys, where we will continue to give you the tools and resources to become the man you always wanted to be. This is Johnny and Reed signing off and reminding you to be Mantelligent. Thank you.